Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! All right, um, so I wanted to personally just thank all you guys for just your your thoughts with what I was going through with Daisy, uh, my dog, and I got to tell you, just something miraculous in a weird way has happened, and I think everything happens for a reason. And when I made my video, and I'm being told and I know that Daisy, she's still, she's getting weaker and weaker. So Daisy is still with me uh, and us. And I just want to let you know that. And I don't know how to explain it. And I don't know what happened. Maybe she heard me that day. I know that, you know, here I am being told by the vets, we got to put her down. You know, if she's, she's going to not, she's not going to be eating. She's not, you know, she's going through all this kidney failure and all this. And I'm giving her IV. Um, I have to inject, you know, just hook her up and I have to do that just to get fluids in her, but she's drinking. She's drinking. I started giving her, uh, hot dogs, which the, you know, the vet said. So every, every day she gets the, the best meal ever and she's eating. She's getting, I mean, she's so weak now. She's getting weak, but she's, she's going to the toilet and she's, it's just like, it's like I was given this extra time to truly love her and take care of her. And, and, and that's what's so amazing about this is, and this is what I've told my kids, that we, we get an extra week, we get an extra two weeks. I don't know how much longer, but all I know that with inside me, when I go through the pain that I was going through because it was feeling like it was happening so quickly, it's all of a sudden like having a relative in the hospital that you're being told is going to pass away and you say your goodbyes, but all of a sudden they kind of just come to and come out of it. And that happened to uh, my aunt who was 100 years old. And so, and spending this time. So now it's like I get to, and I, so every day, like Daisy was a dog that uh, her whole life she's kind of just been mellow. Where my other dogs are very in your face. They, they want the attention all the time. And she's always kind of been on the sidelines and just kind of chilled. Just very docile dog. And so you sometimes you forget that she's there. And this whole time I've had the opportunity to really freaking love her. Like I've loved no animal before. I mean, I love my dogs and I love animals, but to, to, to every day it's like I, I'm being present with her. And it's like, it was like this crazy gift that's been given to me to show me awareness, to show me, hey, pay more attention maybe. Maybe that's the lesson. And I, and I know... The time is coming, but I can tell you that this process, and I know when the day comes, and I know as she, I'm having to carry her upstairs every day right now. And I know, and I've told my kids and my wife, we know that, you know, it could be weeks. We, we don't know. We just know she's getting weaker and weaker. And my, my biggest thought is I would love for her to go in her sleep. That's, oh, that's, that's what I want the universe to provide in all honesty. I want her to go peacefully in her sleep and, and hopefully it's peacefully. But all of a sudden, again, this sort of awareness and I wanted to share that with you and I wanted to thank you. But, I, but what I wanted to do today was I wanted to read something to you that someone sent to me 
because when I posted my story uh, with Daisy and what I'm going through and my pain that I was going through, they shared their story with me and I want to share it with you and they've asked me not to share their name and I'm not going to. Um, and, and if there's anything that you guys ever have that you want me to share that you know that can help people and reach out to people and I can be the voice for you and I can channel that for you and that voice, Please, and you don't want me to mention your name, I don't have to. Share it in the share it. Send me an email. Put it in just in the comment of the of the YouTube videos, okay? Um, so I wanted to share this with you. Um, I was reluctant to tell this to you, but I wanted to share my story with you after watching your video. Help me to remember about the things that matter the most in life. I have no problem with you sharing this with other people, but if uh, you do so, please don't mention my name. Two years ago, I was on my artistic peak. On my artistic peak, my artwork was improving exponentially. I got a lot of exposure and freelance jobs after a famous band shared some of my artworks. However, I also got obsessed with the idea of getting into the art industry, meaning getting into a studio to work as an illustrator, concept artist, character designer. My obsession went so bad I started, started, I started to skip meals in order to work more and improve more. That's, you know, that's crazy. After some rejected freelance projects, which we'll all have, Maybe I'm going to keep just reading this. After some rejected freelance projects, I felt like my self-worth was nothing because I failed them. Though, sorry, your artwork isn't good enough. I heard that many times. Emails got me into uh, got me into a year and a half of a depressive episode. A couple of months after those episodes, I decided to kill myself. I felt like I didn't have enough thick skin to go through an artistic career or to go through life, and therefore I didn't have any value as a person at all. Very fortunately, I received a text from my sister the moment I was to post my farewell letter on my social media, which stopped me from killing myself that afternoon in December. Chokes me up, man. It's just kind of, I, I know, I know what people are going through. I, I've, I've seen it, and I've, I've just maybe heard so many stories, and and I know the depression that can, can happen from rejection. Um, after that day, I asked some friends to stay with me and talk. And months later, I was starting to feel better, trying to go out more and try all of the things in life I denied myself because I thought I wasn't worthy of them until I got a job in the industry. Unfortunately, a couple of months later, my country's crisis started to get worse. Venezuela. And a couple of people I know knew got killed because of criminals that robbed them from just for their cell phones. In those two months, I decided to get out of my country for my own physical and psychological integrity, and my biggest process of loss began, the one where I had to say goodbye to all my family, friends, and places. Now I'm writing this letter a year later after that. I got to move to Spain five months ago and I'm staying with my family on the side of, this, of the puddle. I am now proud to say that I am suicide survivor and that even if it still hurts, I'm doing my best to keep finding the love for life I lost two years ago. What helped me the most was to letting go my dream of working in the art industry and focus on living life more. 
I never felt as happy as now, and I wonder if I will feel happier letting go my artwork for once. I still don't know. But one thing for sure is that I finally learned that there are way more important things in life than just the professional experience, and your last video helped remind me of that. Thank you for sharing your pain with us in the world where everybody pretends to be strong. Showing yourself vulnerable is the bravest thing you could do. You know, that, that story, you know, what, what, what he wrote me, just uh, touched me because, man, you know, there's, we, we have a lot of us that are living here and a lot of you guys watching this, we have our, our uh, what, what do they call it? Um, First world problems. First world problems of my, my toast, my, my microwave doesn't work. My car's not starting today. I got a flat tire. And all these little things that are going to happen. It's just the process of life. And then you get people who are living in countries like he's talking about and experiencing things where real suffering and real pain is happening. And, and I commend people if they're able to and like this to where... This is a person who changed their environment. They were living in a country which is which was horrible, which was they, they were going through a lot of suffering there, and they were able to do whatever they could in their being, in their power, because that's what they believed in to get up and move to a new location, a new environment, much like a plant needs to do in order to survive. And they moved out there and put themselves in a scenario. And going through and, and starting to just to change things. And going through the, the art industry and the rejection that you're going to get and just knowing that what is so vital is just to, and I'm not saying let go of your art and you don't abandon your art, but you have to trust in your inner guidance system. You know, I've heard that word used before, inner guidance system, your inner belief that you're going to move in the direction that you're going to do. Like some things you just don't need to force so much all the time. And people are forcing things that are unnatural. And they say, like, you can't force a flower to blossom and bloom. If you force a flower to blossom and bloom, you'll kill it. You'll kill a flower if you try to force it because it has to go at its own pace. It has to do what it needs to do. I can give it growth formula and I can give it things and more nutrients and I can help that. But if I'm trying to pry it open and rip open the leaf and say, grow, damn it, grow. Would you grow already? You're not growing fast enough. It's going to kill it. And that's what you have to think about with your art. If it's not feeling natural, if you're, so you're going to get rejected. I get rejected all the time. And so many other industry professionals, we get rejected all the time. We get thrown up against each other. Do you know how many jobs that we get contacted by people and they say, hey, we're working on a new property and we'd like you to do a, take a stab at this just to let you know there's 10 other designers taking a stab at this too. So yeah, competition is high. Is that going to stop you from doing something? Absolutely not. You do your best. And will you not hear from those people once you've been, uh, you turned it in? Yeah, it's not, you know, you get paid, make sure you get paid. But all of a sudden you don't, you don't hear from them. Okay, you let it go. And then there's going to be times where people are courteous enough to give you a call and let you know that, hey, unfortunately, um, we went with someone else or whatever. That's fine. And I wish more people would be open and honest and do that and let people know. But just know that you're going to go through this and again to find the strength and, and knowing that 
how precious and important, I guess, and the lesson that I think may be what, what I'm sharing with my story with Daisy and what this person is sharing here. And just knowing that that's, this isn't what life's all about. You don't stop eating. You don't stop doing this. And sometimes you find that you're working more than you really need to. You don't need to work as hard as you need to if you allow yourself to just naturally let your inner guidance system guide you. And it's crazy to say this, but it will guide you. And it's guided you because the things that you love to do, you're already doing and you're putting it into your own personal work and your sketchbook or anything else, whether you're drawing people, whether you're drawing buildings, whether you're painting, whether whatever it is you're doing, you're doing it because your interior is telling you to do it. You just kind of want to do that. And then when you're working so hard, and you're forcing yourself to do things that take so much effort and take so much work and then sometimes don't even pan out, well, maybe that was your inner guidance system telling you you weren't even supposed to be doing that in the first place and you were putting all this exerted energy and focus and missing out on life around you and that's what life is about. Life is about life. Life is about living and appreciating and it's these little whispers and trust me, I am paying attention. And when I'm going through what I'm going through with my dog, I'm paying attention. And the more we pay attention to these things and just notice it and just even just, you, you got to have your priorities. You got to have your goals. You got to know what it is that you're trying to achieve. You got to know where you want to go. You have to. That is 100% the most vital thing on this planet is for you to have some not that you're going to know what your purpose is going to end up being. Your purpose will will come and you'll discover it. I didn't truly discover my purpose. I, I had inklings of my identity and purpose when I was 18 because I, I loved to teach. There was something that I was doing with, with trying to help people out and trying to show them things. And there was a teaching aspect there. But I didn't identify it and I didn't know what it was. And that didn't come till many years later in life to where that's where I found my purpose. And I know my purpose in life and what I, and I want to do and what I want to share with people and get things across. I know that. But it doesn't mean that you have to know what your purpose is in order to be someone or something in life. One thing you got to do is just believe in your, in yourself and just know that if I've gotten some headway in my path before, if something has happened, if I put in some energy and effort and all of a sudden I got an album cover and something happened and there's something happening, there's something working. And then the other things don't happen and the other things don't work. But you know that as long as I keep working towards it and, and, and I keep focusing and plus allowing that time for relaxation in there and balance in your life, it's going to happen again. And this is what we got to trust in. And the word is really trust. You got to trust in this. You got to trust in this. And it's so, again, it sounds foo-foo and wish-washy and, you know, it sounds crazy. But it's not, but it's how everything works. And you know, it's, I'm just become so obsessed lately with cosmology and astronomy and Albert Einstein and, and everything else. And every day when I'm working, I'm watching and listening to documentaries. And again, I'm in this phase right now, and this is... 
the thing that I understand. I'm not going to be in this phase forever. I go through my little chunks of phases of learning and I think that's what you should do. You go through little chunks of learning to retain the information that's needed for you at that time. And all I know is because I'm trusting in my inner guidance system that it's leading me to hear this stuff. And I'm hearing this stuff and it's becoming even more clear to me. And it's becoming more clear how just when we think that everything is all just made of the same stuff, made of atoms. And it's just transforms these molecules and everything is just this, the computer you're listening to, your iPhone device, the pencil you hold, the paper you draw, and the house you live in, we're all made of the same stuff. It's crazy to even fathom. When you think about these, that, that concept alone that we're just, what, what do you mean? It's just vibrating atoms, yeah. It's, we're a bunch of vibrating atoms. That's all we are. And this is why it's all about connecting and it's all about just, just being, just experiencing and not taking it so seriously like this person was talking here and not taking it so seriously in life that this person was going to end their life. End their life. Because of someone else's perception, because of their belief that of these other elements of how people maybe perceive them and that this was so important, the art industry and the art became such their form and identity that they couldn't detach themselves from, from experience and life. And they did and they came through and they surrounded themselves with, you know, loved ones and they had, they had the support. And again, this is, this is the idea this, and this is what happens. And I think when we're open to this, it just keeps flowing and coming to you. But if you keep shutting it down and you shut off, and not pay attention, then bad things maybe continuously happen. And I look at it with my daisy. My daisy is kind of here as a as a symbol and a sign of 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 presence. And dogs are more present than anything in this world. And love just to say that, hey, guys, you know, I'm here. I'm here. And and for me to say, not just like, oh, I'm just going to hopefully, you know, well, 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 I'll have to put her down or, oh, maybe I'm just going to give her food. Oh, she's doing good now. I'm just going to leave her alone. It's like every day now I'm giving her so, I'm, I'm so with her. And this is my gift. This, this was a gift that was given to me. And I look at it as a gift. I look at this as a gift. And when you can look at things as a gift and even your own artwork, that you have the ability and you have the gift to do something that you love. To follow through with something that you love. And not rely again. Yeah, we have to depend on other people. That's the hard part. We do have to depend on other people. We have to rely on, if we want to make an honest living in this profession, we have to rely on other people to pay us. We have to rely on our skill set in order for them to see us, to want to pay us. Okay? So we know that this is something we have to do. You're going to do it, but there's billions of people. And there's thousands of companies. Hundreds of thousands of companies and businesses and entrepreneurs and people starting their own companies and people who have ideas and the innovation that's happening today is just out of control. We're becoming so advanced and we're moving at such a rapid pace. You know, they said that before the train came around, it took 150 years for humans to double in their knowledge. 150 years for mankind to double their knowledge power. 
They say by 2020, it'll be 72 hours for us to double our capability of knowledge, for us to discover everything and anything we want and increase our knowledge within 72 hours. So we know that there's people all the time and businesses popping up all the time and innovation happening all the time. And what do they need? They need creativity. They need ideas. And a lot of these people... Not the people starting stuff, the other people who end up working for the other people, they don't always have the ideas, but they rely on people who have ideas. And even if it is a company that has an idea, they still need creative people if they're not creative themselves and build up their team of creative people to start something. And we're seeing this more and more and more and more. And it's not stopping. We are on a runaway train right now. We are living in a time right now where it's not just one person. Yeah, do we depend on other people to make living? Absolutely. I am not denying that at all. But we don't have to make it our sole focus that it eats us alive and destroys us and takes our lives away from us. And if you're in an industry where your life is being taken and sucked away from you, like I know there are, and especially in the gaming industry where so many people's lives are being sucked and taken away from them, What's the point? And I'm not saying, don't, not, not what's the point of life? The point of life is to live. What's the point of working for them is please put yourself, move out of the country, the, the area. And, and when I say country, I'm talking about the world that you're currently living in, like this person did from Venezuela and moving to Spain. Move out of this environment and it's going to be tough and it's going to be tricky but I can tell you if you believe in your inner guidance system and you just kind of let yourself just trust that I'm, I'm building up and working towards things you see things happen I know a couple of guys who moved from Israel and they burnt the ships they didn't turn back and making stuff happen you gotta have that commitment but also you got to have skill don't do what someone did where I'm, I, I preach this, I tell this, I believe this, I know for myself, if I'm not, when I was younger, I, in order for me to grow, I had to move to other states to do caricatures. I didn't stay in my little shell. I moved out of my home when I was 18 years old and was living in Minnesota and Kansas City and went to Atlanta, all these different places to, because that's where the work was. So that, you know, you, you got to sometimes make that choice and make that effort to just get up and move out and move on and just do these sort of things. This is important stuff in order to make things happen. But please, if you're in a place where you're suffering and it's unbearable, you have to make that effort and, and go. But what I was referring to with the skill set you have to have that too. You gotta be honest. You gotta be open. How do you how how do you find that? How do you know if you got the right skill set? Well, number one is you gotta always just keep in just improving, but also make sure that you're getting the right sort of uh, opinions. And I've mentioned this before in a thousand different art talks. You gotta get the right opinions. You gotta seek out the people, the professionals that you wanna know, because this is where, if you guys have ever heard of it, the Dunning Kruger effect comes in. 
where people, they don't realize they're what they lack and they so believe that they're good at something and constantly question why they're not getting work because they don't realize that they're kind of fooling themselves and that what they're doing is not taking the right steps to, to improve. So people get stuck in that, in that realm. And again, we see it on some of these talent shows and it happens with musicians and artists and listen, man, you can't sing. That's, you're not going to be able to make it in this industry. And, but they'll fight that and resist that. And that's the thing, like you can't be resisting those things. You got to be so open to it. And when you can truly accept that you don't have that skill set that you need right now, then, then, then that's a good place to be. That's a good place to be. And then you can start working towards that, but try to do it in more of a relaxed realm. But anyway, I, what I want to do, I want to thank the person who I won't mention their name for sharing their story. And I think it's so vital and important just for you guys to know that, listen, you can make a, make a life, not a living and, and just know that, you, yeah, you have to work for other people. And yes, we do have to make a living too. But the thing is, don't let that replace your life and abandoning family, abandoning your dogs. Or your, you're not giving your, your pets enough love, not giving your children enough love, not being there for them. They're going to be up and out if you have kids before you know it. So these are the things just to sort of take, take pride in and, and really pay attention to. Because if you don't, then bad things will keep happening. And I'm convinced that the reason why Daisy just didn't, I, she never went to sleep that day and she never, she's still here with me, is because this is a gift that I truly believe is part of a gift that I'm, I've been given to uh, just for, for being open. And I think for being open and for being honest and for being trusting in life and nature and, and the world in that way. And I think that this is why things like this happen, where things aren't just robbed from me. And I, and I don't go through bad things and I don't have bad things happen to me, you know. Um, it's just, I, it's this belief and I want to share that with you and, and, and I want you guys to share it with other people. Share whatever thing that I say. Share it with other people. You don't have to share this video or the videos if you don't want to. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm telling you to share the philosophy. I'm telling you to share the mindset. So share that. Next time you meet someone, next time you have a friend or something that you can speak of your experience that maybe something has happened here that you can spread and that you can keep sharing that and then people become more aware and more conscious of that and I think that would be, that's, that's the ultimate goal, I think, is just try to get to that place, all right? So thanks for listening. Um, I do just want to mention I'm going to be coming to um, just I haven't don't know every place yet, but I'm coming to Portugal and I'm coming to Spain uh, this coming year. What I, if you're interested, just so that I have you on my list and you happen to live in those parts of the world, just simply shoot me an email and it's just listed just right here. Just silvertunes at yahoo.com. Just write Portugal workshop, Spain workshop in the subject and I'll put you um, in file and I'll send you all the information as I start to learn more about it, okay? That way uh, you'll get notified straight away. Okay, so Portugal and Spain are a couple on the list right uh, now. And um, thanks for watching and I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. To subscribe to my mailing list and stay updated on future workshops and events, please go to my contact at silvertunes.com and simply hit join mailing list. Until the next time, make it a great week and thank you for listening.